Welcome to Fearless Feminine Leadership, the podcast where we help women become confident rock star leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman. We are your hosts, certified coaches, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Rayma Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. We know that most female leaders feel like they need more support so they can lead well. Our mission is to help you develop the confidence and wisdom required to weather all of the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Grab your coffee and let's talk about what it takes to be a fearless feminine leader with emotional strength and resilience. Hey leaders, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be diving into weak elevator pitches and how to get your networking mojo back. So Mandy, this topic was your idea. So I'd actually love to have you start and share with our listeners where this idea came from. And then we can dive into some tips to help you, our fearless female leader listener, get your networking mojo back. So tell us what happened. Okay, so... Not long ago, I was at a networking event for women, and it was a small group of us. It, and it's not an official, like, you know, they have like BNI or Master right. Networks. It's not that. It, it's just a group of entrepreneurs that get together once a month, and whoever can make it can make it. And it's pretty open. It's not like a membership thing. Mm-hmm. So there were like seven of us. And as we went, around the table introducing ourselves, I noticed a really interesting trend. Um, Half of the women introduced themselves like this. Hi, I'm so-and-so and I own my own business, or I just started a network marketing company, or I work full time and I'm building a business on the side. And I'm excited to be here because I really don't know what I'm doing. I love the company I work for, but I'm not good at sales. I like I don't understand social media and I'm not like this other company. (laughs) I'm not great at that. In fact, this is the issue I'm currently having. And I just it feels so good to have people that can help me with this. And like I just started posting and on and on and on they would go into this therapy session of what their problem was. And and I still didn't... And it was supposed to be just an introduction. It was just an introduction. So it wasn't like, tell us your... Like, tell us who you are, what you do, and what your current issue is. Correct. It was introduce us, and we're all supposed to go around the table. And this was supposed to be a quick thing. Right. But usually, they ended up rambling about their struggle for like another five to ten minutes before finishing with, oh, gosh, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. So, okay, you go next. (laughs) And I feel a little difficult to sit through. I know. And I feel like we need to talk about this because, number one, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. You can hear it in my voice. If you could see me right now, my eyes rolled so far in the back of my head. Um, And it's a pet peeve because it's so common. Mm. It happens more often than you might realize. And I have done this in the past, I'm sure. Maybe not quite on the verbal vomit level of that. Right. But not knowing how to wrap something up. Not knowing how to wrap something up. Not knowing what to say about myself Mm -hmm. when I'm introducing myself. I've definitely done that. 
Um, you've done it. Like I, have. I think every female leader goes through a situation and a season where they can see themselves spiraling into this, right? And it's a thing that women do, especially when we feel insecure and unsure about what we do. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> when I first saw the notes for this, I was like, we're going to talk about elevator pitches. Why are we going to talk about elevator pitches? And then as I was like reading the notes and the story and you told me about what happened, I was like, oh, this is why. For one thing, it is a pet peeve of mine as well. And I think from especially from a speaker standpoint, it's a huge pet peeve of mine where they should be wrapping up what it is they are there to present. Like you should be prepared. Right. And then they start over again or um, they just never get to the ending or, you know, like that ending is actually really important. You should know mm-hmm. how to get there um, in in well, the manner of the time limit that you've been given. And it's almost like they're surprised that yeah. they were going to have to introduce themselves. That yeah, That's but very interesting. But you're going to right. a group of people that don't know you. Right. And I posted about this, like I made a funny reel about it. And the person who was in charge of like starting this group actually in the comments was like, Yes. Oh, my gosh. So like it's it's a thing that happens. And I get it because when you have a networking group of entrepreneurs and leaders who are coming from all different levels of experience Mm -hmm. in the game, you're going to get this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think we forget how important introductions Mm -hmm. and really that's an elevator pitch. Introductions actually are. And I don't think I've ever actually told anybody this story other than Mandy, but I used to be terrified of an elevator pitch. The idea of telling people who I am and what I do and even maybe sometimes why I do it or like what what got me there used to I would just stumble over everything I was saying. And I think sometimes it because it was because there were times in my life that I was more multi-passionate and I had maybe some different mm-hmm. things that I was doing. And I'm like, what do I tell them? Like, do I tell them all the things? Do I tell them one thing? Right. Um, and I would practice these like little 30 second elevator pitches, especially once we started um, when we started our first company together and we'd go to networking things. I would practice and practice and practice like who I am, what my title is and what I do. Like it should not. I Now I'm like, gosh, that was a lot of practicing. Um, but when it comes to speaking, in public, when it comes to being a leader, um, I think your introduction is so important. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, yes, you need to know how to get to your closing. Um, but that's the whole point of an elevator pitch. Like, can you explain who you are and what you do mm-hmm. in like 30 seconds? Um, and I actually got the best practice for it when I joined Master Networks, mm-hmm. which was also not my idea. Because... <laughs> Uh, Mandy wanted to be in Master Networks and she had actually been gone to some of the groups, but none of the time frames were really working out right. And um, she was like, you need to join Master Networks. And I'm like, uh-huh. And then I ignored it. And then it just kept coming up. And I was like, whatever, I'll join Master Networks. What I didn't know, because I knew literally nothing about it when I got there, is that elevator pitches are how you start. Mm-hmm. every single meeting and i was terrified i was mm-hmm. like first of all they also make you do it when you're new like and yes. they do a timer when you're a guest when you you're a guest um 
they do say that you don't have to get it done in 30 seconds if you're new. But I see this all the time on the new people Mm -hmm. or the guests that are coming that they do that same rambling thing. And honestly, I know this is a podcast for usually women, but men, I've seen you do this this too. too. Yep. Absolutely. It's like we cannot get to the point. um, And we just take up all the energy in the room with the rambling or we're so scared that we stumble over everything and then we like quickly sit down so we can get, like get it over with right like, there's no confidence to it and for me it really came down to the practice like over and over again the repetition of who i am mm-hmm. and i will tell you that still every time i walk in i'm going through it in my brain because it just i can stand in front of a speak like in front of a speaking audience but like getting in it in mm-hmm. 30 seconds what you really want to say and do Yep, that takes practice. If not, you do it end does. up like this. Mm-hmm. Also, how did you get to anything else in the meeting? We didn't. Okay. That was <laughs> the problem. And I mean, okay, if you were, because I know some of the women that day, let me just share what happened when it got to me. Okay. Okay. Because I know that some of you who were there that day uh, jotted down this podcast to start listening to it. So first of all, I want you to know that if you were there and you did this, I am not at all making fun of you. I've been there too. Oh, absolutely. I might be exaggerating a little bit on the tone or the voice, but I'm going to be honest, I'm not exaggerating that much. Like that is literally how you sounded. Mm -hmm. And that's how anybody sounds when they're not confident in who they are. And so my heart in talking about this and sharing about it really is to help you know, first of all, you're not alone. Like I have been there. Mm -hmm. The difference between me and Rachel and somebody else just starting out is I have been practicing this since 2006. Mm -hmm. Like my background of being a... um, an event planner and being a PR director and really just a huge amount of my professional background is in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. And they are big, especially in the sales and leadership team. They are big on your skills with sales and marketing and leadership development and mm-hmm. communicating. Like that's a big part of your training when you get into any of those type of jobs. Right. If you're at front desk, you probably don't get that training as much. And I, I think that needs to change, but we can do a podcast episode on that. I did front that. desk once. Right. That's, I have two. It's a hard job. It's very hard. And you should get... And you get no chance to All the encouragement and training right? you can get at that right. job. Like, I think people at every level should get invited to the table of learning these skills mm-hmm. because people at every level are still rep- representing your organization. Yep. That's a whole other podcast topic. <laughs> which we should do. Please write that down because like, oh, that would be a great one. Um, so like you're thinking to yourself right what, now, Rachel, what, what is do the topic? I write down? It's fine. I'll listen said, to it and okay. we'll write it like, down. Uh, because I think it would be I don't be know what good. to write down. Yeah. I don't really know how to phrase that either. Like what is the topic? But we'll come back to that in another episode. Um, but so here's what happened. So that day when I noticed this trend, when it got to me... I seriously thought to myself, okay, I'm going to show them how it's done. Mm. And I didn't mean that in a prideful, narcissistic way. I meant these these women need help. Mm -hmm. Like they're even telling you, like they are telling us they are not confident. They need somebody to lead them and show them by example what a confident introduction looks like. So that's what I did. 
And that's when I brought up, like, we also have a podcast. You can listen to it. Here's what it's called. And so I briefly did everything that I'm going to tell you in a moment. Mm -hmm. But I need to let you know, like, when I first started learning how to do all of this, and even today, if I don't practice, I suck at it. Oh, yeah, totally. I forget. skills are things you have to practice all the time. Like, the fact, Rachel, that you still, every time you walk into your your weekly master network group and you go over it in your head, I do that, too. Mm -hmm. Because it's still a moment where it's like, oh, yeah, I have to be on in a second. You would think you would know your name and the name of your company and what it is that you do. But sometimes, especially when it comes to, like, things like stage Right. Or right. if you're afraid or if you're of people watching well, you when you're speaking, yeah. you will forget your name and the company yes. you work for and what uh, it is that you do. Right? right. Like I still do that too, where I'm like, oh crap, it's almost my turn. What am right. I what am I saying here? And so I think it's so important to realize that, hey, just because we are calling this out and talking about this, this, this topic mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we master it every single time. Like if we are not practicing it ourselves, we will have a weak elevator pitch. Oh, yeah. Our networking mojo will go away and we have to actively pump ourselves up so that we're on our A game. Mm -hmm. And the very first place that I really learned this was when I was a wedding planner in a in a full service hotel. But um, shortly after that is when I was introduced... Actually, while I was there, I was introduced to BNI, which okay. is like another version of a master network group. It's a weekly group. Personally, I like BNI better. Mm-hmm. It's set up um, more focused on the referrals okay. and less on the training. Okay. And um, But they did the same thing. Like You would right. have a 30-second intro at at the end, when you ask for the referrals, you would say your 30-second intro again. So it was very repetitive. Actually, there's a lot of places you can practice. There's a Toastmasters lot of Toastmasters is another one. In the mirror in the morning. If you have you a one million cups <laughs> yeah. in your community, that we'll is a great way to tell your story. Yeah. You get a little bit longer time frame, but it, it, anything where you can get up on a stage mm-hmm. or in front of people, mm-hmm. you need to find that in your community. That's how you practice. But like you said, even in front of your own mirror, like in the car before yeah, as I'm the driving there, I practice like there's all these tips. But the reality is like you it's an important skill that you need as a female leader, especially if you're a female leader, because mm-hmm. you need to. I mean, I think we all know this. You need to work twice as hard to get recognized and noticed as a female leader. And that is a sucky reality. But it is the reality. Right. And I think we all know it. And the men hate that we keep saying it. <laughs> It's true. But it's true. Some women hate that that it's said and that it's a reality, but it is the truth. We have to work harder at making sure that our skills are top of line Mm -hmm. if we want to succeed. Matter. They do. With this. They matter so much. So here's a few tips that we want to give you today to stop leading your introduction with what you're not good at. And instead, Follow this little format, okay? So be sure to take notes. Mm -hmm. Dear female leader, we've got a few questions for you. So let's take a quick break from the episode and chat about it. Number one, are you craving the nitty gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face? The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance those 
sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. Number two, do you dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted? A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. If this resonates with you on any level, then run to the show notes to secure your spot in the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. Inside this powerful training, we'll teach you how to know when the fear of not being respected is sabotaging your leadership with your team and in your business. The number one thing you do that undermines your leadership and causes people not to take you seriously as a leader and what to start doing instead. The secrets to being a fearless female leader and the characteristics you need to strengthen to start leading like a boss. We've learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to being fearless female leaders of teams and businesses. And we're sharing our secrets with you. Grab your spot today at the link in the show notes. Okay, now back to the show. Number one, your name and company. Very simple. Right. And, and please, ladies, hear me. If you have a network marketing company, do not go into the full story of who started the company and why <laughs> you love it so much. Right. You can do that at your party. Yep. If that's how they've you trained you do to that do that, later, but this is not but the place. No, this is not the place. So your name and company, the product or service you provide... Tell a short client testimonial or highlight quickly why you're great at what you do with a relevant story. Um, that tip right there is especially true if you're like having a hard time explaining it. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't know what to say, say, hey, the best way to share what I do is to quickly tell you the story of this client mm -hmm. and the result they got. Don't go into their whole long thing. Like keep it two sentences. Right. We're still talking 30 seconds. We're talking even 30 with seconds. The story. 60 max. Well, I guess 90 max. Like some places let you go a little bit longer. Right. But you don't want to go over a minute and a half. Also, if you have 30 seconds, you could take out the story. Right. I know when we do story intros yeah. at Master Networks, you get a minute instead of 30 if you're going to share a story. Because they have us practice that too. There's different ways to do yes, intros. Yes, there's all kinds of different ways that you can do it. And then recap your name and company at the end and share your business card and then move along mm -hmm. and let the next person go. Yes, like stop talking. <laughs> right. 90 seconds tops. Practice it beforehand so you're ready and it rolls right off your tongue. So I'm going to share with you like that day I said something along the lines of I'm Mandy B. Anderson. I am the co-founder of a life and leadership coaching company for women called Rayma Team. And I'm an executive coach. And just this week, I was able to help my client work on her skills and she ended up getting the promotion that she has been building her confidence for for months as we work together. And that was the result of us working together was her confidence was so strong. She nailed it and she got the promotion. I also co-host a podcast called the Fearless Feminine Leadership Podcast. You can find it on Apple and Spotify, Mandy B. Anderson, Rayma Team. That was it. If you go, my master networks group does two claps after everybody's. Oh, yes, that's yep. right. <laughs> that was perfect. You nailed it. it. Yeah, and I mean, I may have, I may have gone on a little bit longer than that, like, but it really was short. It mm -hmm. was the shortest one of all of them. Oh, I bet. And so 
just keep it simple. And if you need to write it down and read it from that, that is also fine. Like there is nothing wrong with reading your script until it becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. And the problem, because I know like I have some one-on-one clients where they tell me they want to work on like explaining what they do. And when I bring up the word, let's work on your elevator pitch, they roll their eyes because <laughs> you hear this all the time, Right. right? But it's like, okay, we have to humble ourselves and realize that these these techniques that are out there in the sales and marketing training world, Mm -hmm. they're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. They work. They work. And so if you are hearing this and you're like, oh, but I I hate an elevator pitch, like all these things. Okay. Number one, if you ever want to write a book, you need to have an elevator pitch. They will. That is one of the things like in a book proposal, mm-hmm. there is a short snippet elevator pitch and then a long synopsis. Like right. you have to write both. Yep. They want to know what is this about? You will never pitch anything if you can't wrap your mind around the necessity of this skill. Right. Absolutely. Because once you get it in one area, you can, you can do apply it, it in all anything and everything. If you want to be a speaker. Yes. All of this. So like if you have this gag reaction (laughs) to things like elevator pitches or, you know, like, um, gosh, what are some of the other ones? I don't know. Any of this stuff like, Like you know, what's your funnel? I don't need all these things where you have a visceral reaction and excuse for why you don't have to do that for your business. Mm -hmm. I need you to humble up. Eat that humble pie. Swish it down with a little bit of a humble milkshake or a humble wine, whatever you need, humble coffee, tea, (laughs) whatever, because you need to work on this. Mm -hmm. And chances are you're having this excuse and this visceral reaction because you've been spending more time judging other people and their ability to talk themselves up and sell things. And they're doing it in a way that you don't like, or you don't like how comfortable they are with selling. Right. Like the confidence is working you. (laughs) So now you are offended by that. And you use that as an excuse to stop you and your company Mm -hmm. from growing because you refuse to learn this skill. Stop that. Like I am on my high horse right now. And also, you're not even on your high horse. I know. You just have your coaching. Hat. I have my coaching hat on because I also know that future Mandy B. Anderson is going to be listening to this someday, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm probably going to need this little like tough love reminder, reminder. too, <laughs> right? So, but it's true because we can't sit here and constantly complain about these skills and how well they don't work. Well, did you actually do it? We literally bought, brought up complaining. Being being a complainer is one of the people that probably wouldn't do well in one of our events. And this is why. This is why. It means you're not teachable. It does. And it also means that you have gotten yourself so far removed from the things that worked when you first started. Like there is this level of naiveness that we all have as female leaders when we start any new venture, whether it's an entrepreneurial one or a dream job. Mm -hmm. We have this level of being naive and just faith in it till we make it. And then we go through some stuff and it gets hard and we forget. And Rachel and I are here to tell you, we literally have a coach that we have been working with, with high level coaching and high level investments, like not investing in a high level Mm -hmm. coaching program. And the simplicity of what she has taught us has resulted in calendars on our wall. 
like ones we printed out from the computer so that we could actually see our marketing, our marketing calendar. And, and that was something we did yeah, in the beginning. And then we forgot. And years ago, and then we forgot. Happened. Like, I think what happened is we closed down our office space downtown and moved to our homes and then forgot about the systems mm -hmm. that were helping us. Elevator pitches is a system to communicating more clearly what you do so you can be a networking rock star. Yeah. Like, that's as simple as it gets. So here's the other thing that I'm going to end on with this real quick is that your networking group should not be your therapy or your coaching group. No, full no, stop. No. You need a counselor, you need a coach, and yes. you need a networking group. Yes. Three separate people. Yes. <laughs> and they like networking groups are the place where you meet new people and build connections to grow your customers. Right. To grow your business. They don't need to see stop, all of the things. Stop trying to get everybody else's opinion on what you should do in your business at your networking group. We're going to do an entire episode about that because that's a thing. Oh, my word. And the times we have changed our complete business plan and the trajectory of where we were going because somebody else told us, have you thought of this? Have you tried this? Did you do this? Did you see what this person is doing? Yes. Yeah, Did stop you see that. what that person is doing? Oh, no. Right. Just stop that. So... We will go into that on a totally different episode. <laughs> right. This has been some tough love, but honestly, apply it. Like, practice it. I don't even care if the things you say are correct 100% in what you do. That's part of the process is to work through what do you do. Right. Like, what is it you actually do? So, like, for example, I'm going to read to you the tagline that Rachel and I both have on Instagram about who we are and what we do, because here's a bonus point. Your your Instagram like profile Just is your, profile your tiny little people. written yes. commercial. Okay. Yep. If you're like, what do I say? Well, write it all in Instagram. I have and literally read, that. read off my Instagram one at Master yes. Networks because it was so new it's, that yeah. I still had to make sure I knew what the heck I was saying. It's still pretty new. It's yeah. only like a month old. So so Here's what I would say then if I'm just reading it from mm -hmm. my Instagram feed. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. I am a coach for women leaders and entrepreneurs at a company called Rayma Team. I help female leaders navigate hard choices, speak up, and get noticed. I'm also a TEDx speaker, an award-winning author, and the co-founder of the company that I work with, Mandy B. Anderson from Rayma Team. All right. You want me to do mine? Yes, absolutely. All right. I am Rachel Perman. I am co-founder of a life and leadership company called Rama Team, and I am a certified coach, and I help female leaders navigate high-level issues and behind-the-scenes BS in their life and career. I am also an author and a podcast host, and I, um, you could, there, I just totally missed this one. I was going to go into my name. That's how I should end it. Yes. See? See? But See? you don't know this until right. you like... No, because I was like, well, I got to the part where it says work with me. Yep. And then I lost it. So I was like, oh, oops, what was I supposed to say? But anyway, that little part at the top. Yep. You say that every time. Mm -hmm. Every time. Like that, well, if you don't have a story yet. Right. Which if you're just, just beginning, you might not have one yet. Just say that. Mm -hmm. That's enough for somebody to ask you, what does that mean? Right. Okay. How so do you do that? Just for you, like mm -hmm. if you find yourself doing that, because I have done that too. One of the, the things you could do then is be like, you can work with me at 
raymateam.com. That is exactly what I was going to do. Yep. Okay, cool. And you wouldn't even have to say your name in the thing right. again. You could just end it there. Right. If you're not at a meeting where there's a structure right. like that, you don't have to yeah. do it that way. But that is your elevator pitch mm-hmm. is literally what you were writing. And then you just say that over and over and over and over again. So you know what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have gone on long enough about this topic. So a real conversation about weak elevator pitches is what we were talking about today and a lot of pet peeves. And we hope we gave you a recipe and some ideas to get your networking mojo back. And if you need more help, run to the show notes to join us in the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. So we will see you on the next episode. female leader, we talked about this in the episode. Registration is now open for the next Fearless Feminine Leadership event. This powerful training is your chance to overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. This is the Rama Team foundational method that we teach our clients who feel like you crave the nitty gritty leadership training that cuts to the challenging issues that strong leaders face. You dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted. And you want to lead your team well without sacrificing your health, family, or the hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment. We're going to teach you how to do all of this and more in the Fearless Feminine Leadership event. The registration link is in the show notes, so run and grab your spot today. And we'll see you on the next episode.